All right. All right. You ready to get it going on Wacky Wednesday? Oh, yeah. Is it Weed Wednesday? Or are we doing it? Wicked Weed Wednesday. Wicked Weed Wednesday. <laughs> With the Trinity Infinity. Join us again for another proper come up. Hell yeah. Hit, hit that shit, rookie. That big. Yeah. <laughs> that was a big ass milky head. So. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're going to get wild. I took too big of a hit. <laughs> oh, I was man. trying to show off. I know. Well, it was worth it. it was, at least we was captured it. Was it? Yeah, we captured it. <laughs> Mary, this, what you're going through right throat. now is temporary, <laughs> but it will forever be out there for the people. You know? Timeless. Timeless. I'm still coughing up fucking sit loogies. I'm Are worried you? about that. Yeah. Yep. What the fuck? Uh, mine mine are, are kind of tapering. Now I just have a dry, unproductive dog cough. Like Yeah. Yeah. And it's usually when I'm going to bed, and it's usually because I'm good about not smoking weed most of the day. And then it's off the rails after like 10 o'clock at night. I'm like, <laughs> you know, and I go to bed like with this dry, dry dog cough. And yeah. Yep. Now I'm still hooking up black loogies. Maybe we got to get you an antibiotic or something. I don't know, we'll figure no, it out. I just have to stop smoking. I'm going to take a little, few little microdoses maybe and get the party started and have an actual come up on the come up. Yeah. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see. I don't know how strong this is. Do you? How many do you usually take? I mean, I did a couple of curves and barely felt anything, so I'll do two right now and do more later. I guess three is fine. Oh, you want three? Or I'll give you one more. I like to be on the same boat when I'm tripping. Me too. You know? Trust me. We're on the same boat either way. <laughs> it's just are we going to the same place? Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Let me join you. How are you doing, Cass? You might have to fucking, you might have to steer the ship. A little bit. If you're I not, I kind of liked it going off the rails. Yeah, you like that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it getting a little sloppy. Um, no, today's Wednesday. Just had our solstice. Days are getting longer. Um, yeah, that's a good thing. <clears throat> we're uh, gearing up for the holidays. If you celebrate Christmas, I kind of liked using doing the solstice oh, as yeah. a different holiday. As you know, it's more significant to me. This, this change is, in season. This is bigger than religion. Let's it's, just say, yeah, you know, but you know, it's like people are probably going to be with their family. They're self-conscious about the gifts they're giving or whatever it is you, that happens yeah. <laughs> this time of year. Oh, the whole thing is like, uh, <laughs> like it's sweet getting together with family and everything. But the the way that this holiday season has been pressurized, like could not be good for anybody and their mental health. Like there's very few people that flourish in these situations where it's like, Oh, I'm around tons of family. Everyone's judging the food I'm, I'm making and the gifts I'm giving. And like, it's just like intense. I think Leo's can probably thrive in that situation, but you know, everyone else is fucked. Everyone else, <laughs> everyone else has to fucking medicate. I think a lot of people relapse this time of year. I think a lot of people get fucking into like deep funks and depressions. A lot of breakups happen this time of year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we can we can do better, I think, by just starting to acknowledge like it's an intense thing. 
It's an intense thing to get together with your family. It's an intense thing to not get together with your family. Like either way, it's like it's charged up. You know what I'm saying by that? Yeah, I was going to say I've done the dance of not doing it. Basically, as soon as I could. You yeah. Know? Oh, um, yeah. And Which I'm not like good. I participated when I was there anyways. So, yeah, I just, I mean, what's that spiritual quote about you really think you're on the right track and then you get with your family and you see how far back, you know, or yeah. wherever you are? Yeah, Ramdas says that. He says, uh, like, it, you know, if you think you're you're spiritually evolved, go spend a week with your parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see really, where you're really at. It's very hard. And, like, it's hard because you guys have history, but then it's hard because you feel like because they're blood-related to you, they're also a reflection of you. And so your projections that you're always doing with other people are, like, tenfold stronger with them, oh, you know? So yeah. they're, like, so embarrassing. Anything they do is so embarrassing, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and you guys usually have pretty much inappropriate codependent relationships you know most mm-hmm. family members with each other like mother daughter whatever that it is like yeah. a lot of those relationships are not at a healthy dynamic you know right so there's so much um yeah. <laughs> you know this that goes on yeah yeah it's kind of crazy when you do see like a long-standing like Cass's relationship with her mom i'm like this is just like a long-standing healthy fucking relationship it's very rare to meet people with healthy family relationships yeah yeah it's not perfect, though. I'm sure we get on each other's nerves in some ways and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, but you've never had a fight with your mom, you know? I mean, wow. Like, can you imagine I've that? Be, I've no. definitely had a fight with my mom. I've definitely No, I mean, like, I actually that. understood that, and that's why I was saying I was shocked about when she was telling me that story that she told me up there, because I was like, oh, like, you guys haven't, like, been through it really at all. Like, there's, like, been one circumstance where you were trying to, like, check her on something. Yeah. It's like... It's barely really <laughs> what I would consider to be a real full-fledged fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, not at all. Um, it was very, it was like shocking to me. Like I had to like process that moment. Like mm-hmm. my face was like this as she's telling me. I probably looked like I was shocked about the situation. <laughs> was the opposite. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was like, this, yeah. what? <laughs> That's it? Well, I think, um, I think that um, she kind of set intention with me from like really young. Like I remember being really young and sitting on her lap and she said, when you're a teenager, you're not going to hate me, right, Cass? Like, you, we have to stay friends. Like, she was always, like, talking about how she was so scared that I'd be a, a teenager that hated her that she would, like, talk about how we're not going to be, like, other mother-daughter or duos. And, like, we're not – I'm never going to hate her. And t- promise me you're never going to hate me. And, like, she incepted me from a very young age of, like – Look, we're gonna be cool. Let's be cool with each other. <laughs> What's Marie's relationship with her mother? Um, not as good. It's not. Well, her mom passed away several years ago now, but um, her. I mean, she. Grew but up like, in gr- the, like growing up. Yeah, more, I mean, it was just dis- more distant, like more not as like present, or you know, just kind of like colder. It was like the fifties. You know what I mean? Like it was more like. She wasn't. She would always say that, like, she'd get on the phone and be like, "Okay, well, I, I know I'm keeping you," and like try to get off the phone. Like, it wasn't about like getting to a deep emotional uh, excavating or what's really going on with you. It was like kind of a little more surface level. Even though she's like was a really cool lady, but it, yeah, there was like I think at that time in our history or culture is that there was like a little bit more of a reserved distance that happened, and then every generation like overcompensates and we're probably going to go too far where parents and kids are like a little too yeah inter yeah, that's interesting codependent and a little yeah. too in each other's lives or something like that yeah i mean our parents are classic boomers they came up like 
our parents, I'm pretty sure all of our parents were born in the 50s. Mm-hmm. You know, had most of their upbringing like in the 50s and 60s. Fucking completely different times and people related with their kids in a completely different way. It was like the beginning of like the family being a little more fractured. You know, the beginning of opportunities for maybe even mom to be at work. And, you know, I feel like that really kind of like reached a peak in like the 80s and 90s with like latchkey children and people, kids that were just like raised by the TV. And it, that that was starting back then, post-war, you know, hmm. the economy booming, people going off to work, people wanting to just fucking party and check out, you know. Well, it was like the cocktail at lunch kind of era, too. Yeah. The Mad Men and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just wonder if, like, Marie went through a teenage phase of hating her mom, and that's why she says that. Or, like, what her, why that was so in the forefront of her mind is a fear that would happen, you know? It's in the forefront of my mind, and I'm never going to have kids. I just, I, I see it as, like, I just feel like it's such a, a stereotypical thing that, like, you see. And, like, fucking growing up with sisters, I saw it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's one day where, like, my sister's just saying, I hate you to my mom. And it's like, oh, it just coincides with all these hormones and the fucking... Yeah. freedom and all this stuff and yeah yeah it's it's weird because you do take that stuff with you and you know there, there's all these there's all these like little micro scars that have formed over the years and like not worth it i say they're micro scars because they're not worth addressing like you know what i mean like like my my dad was abusing drugs we can talk about that that was such yeah. a big elephant in the room that like we can get together and be like yeah you know dude that fucked me up a little bit and he's like oh yeah no i'm sorry but but like a lot of this other like little stuff that happens along the way it's it's hard to acknowledge but it's still there and those mm-hmm. stories are still there oh yeah like the other it's, day it's it awkward i mean maybe this is months ago but you know you have this memory of your dad always comparing your report card to timmy's report card yeah, yeah. and it like there's like these micro traumas of like, well, you're like, well, how did Timmy do? You know what I mean? Oh my and God. It was the worst. Well, you know how this even came up? Cause I've told you that I'm like, my dad used to fucking like humiliate me. Like he'd be like, well, let me see Tim's report card. Look at my, look at your sister fucking got better grades than you. Tim's got better grades. You know, just like, just fucking this and that. The, the whole, I forgot about all that. I, it came into my memory because, uh, my dad goes, you know what my mother used to do? The day the report card came out, she'd be waiting at the bus stop. Take my report card, take every other kid's report card and fucking humiliate me. And I'm like, dad, like I didn't, did I even (laughs) confront him when he said it? Well, I kind of was like, Sean, just share this thing so we can like like, process and move through it. Yeah. You're like, can you just tell him what you've told me? Like that, that he did that to you. And I was like, yeah, but it's no big, like I'm always just like, oh, I don't want anyone to feel bad about anything, you know, but fucking Jesus Christ, you know? And it was so funny because he stuff. doesn't have that as a memory. You no, know? no. Right. But and it's so just a pattern that was playing out, you know, clearly. And is, there's like, is there a balance with your family members of like needing what you need from them in order to heal trauma in you, which is like, okay, can you acknowledge this for me? But like, I don't want to like necessarily blame I don't think you. you I, like, I don't think you make it other people's problems. And that's just my opinion. You know, I, I think that that's part of the work we have to do here is not assume that we're going to get coddled by the universe and we're going to get apologies and everyone's going to make right. You know what I mean? Like you have to do that whether the other party's willing to or not. Mm-hmm. You have to forgive them whether they're saying I'm sorry or not, because you, you have to start to, uh, you know, not want to carry that weight yourself anymore. So that that's kind of what it became about for me. And then, believe it or not, 
me practicing that towards my dad without him even wanting it made him want it for real. So then we actually have done some like collaborative healing in that way beyond what I had to do to just even be around the motherfucker and not hate him or take a swing at him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Christmas is not the time for that though. <laughs> what, taking a swipe at your pops? It's not time to fucking throw some paws. <laughs> I mean, it is. That's probably when most of that type of shit happens, you know. God, I bet people have had some epic Christmases, like where it's like shit has gone down. Oh my god! Can you imagine, I, like, yeah. whole entire families getting together, like the booze is flowing. It's like I just almost want to jump into people's Christmases and be like, "What happened?" I remember where, like, you know, your dad gets a certain laugh that's like makes your stomach drop out, oh, and you're no. like, "Oh no, he's wasted!" And it's this like, night's getting off the rails. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god! Yeah. Too funny drunkenness and family those two that's a crazy combination you know well with my family there's no separation if you're with family you're drunk because have you drank drunk. with them though no I've, I've like they offered i could have drank like wine at the table when i was like eight in europe you know they like yeah. always are i've never liked it yeah yeah no nope when you drink that much, though, you get kind of better at handling it. Like, your parents seem like they have found their groove of, like, how they... It's crazy. My their, dad, their tolerance is insane. My dad is, becomes, like, a better person. He, like, gets out of his own way socially, at least. Um, but my mom is, to me, is, like, sloppy. She's just, like, gets sloppy. And it's fine. But... Oh. She starts... And she's, like... Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> and I, like, I st would start to get embarrassed when I was at dinner with you guys. And I was, like, God, it's, I'm so... I really don't care, like, how she acts or how Isn't ridiculously place, sloppy though? she is. Yeah, like, I really don't That's how care, I've had to be know? with my dad like, around you guys. My parents are, oh, they're clearly insane. And, like, you know, I have to, like, kind of be like, whatever. That That's just, like, <laughs> but they can be embarrassed for themselves. I don't need to add to it. I don't need to be embarrassed for it. Because then I'm going to say or do something stupid. It's just much funnier to just bear witness to the spectacle yeah. of all of our parents. Well, once you start yeah. to control it and be like, Dad, calm down. He like gets louder. He's like, what? Oh. You want me to calm down? You know, <laughs> oh, it's like dad. that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, he'll stand up in a restaurant and start getting other people involved. You know what I mean? <laughs> we're, we're like, hey, can you just slow down a little bit? Like, what are you talking about? Does anyone in this restaurant think that I need to slow down? <laughs> you know, like that kind of where you're like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I think everybody in my family is kind of like has a high tolerance for drug and alcohol abuse. Like nobody's very sloppy. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you're you thinking your mom's sloppy. I'm like, oh, man, you don't want to see my mom. When, when my mom even has just one too many, it's just like it's just like I don't even know what the hell this is. I don't even know what to call this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's so crazy. It's just like. What would you even call this level of, you know, communicating? Like, this is just. Yeah, well, their jobs are so social. They're so, so, such social people. So. Yeah. yeah. That's kind of their currency, mm. you know. Well, and you either sink or swim quickly in a social drinking situation because like, it's very quick <laughs> that if you don't handle your alcohol well, you can get excommunicated from <laughs> definitely. community. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Definitely. They're like, okay, do not invite Bob anymore. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Oh my god. I do remember one time having champagnes at this cocktail party that they were having. When I was younger, it was in Houston, so I was in high school though. But I, I was like young. This is like maybe our first year there, so I was like fourteen. 
and getting so drunk. I was supposed to be serving some of the catering things that night. I just ended up throwing up in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh I swear I had like two glasses of You're champagne. You know what I mean? I was just fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit that's Cass's first drunken experiences too it's just like a p- some party where she was supposed to be in charge of booze for some reason she's like 10 years old yeah. yeah my best friend's dad's 40th birthday it was like we were like 12 and in charge of the alcohol and we just like at some point every, one drink for them one drink for us like that's how we spend the night like okay I'm gonna pour you a drink and I'm gonna pour me a drink and like I mean we're 12 or something and at some point we just grab bottles of wine and like run out into the field and just you know did you guys get caught Oh, there was no mistaking that we were wasted. <laughs> <laughs> my mom got really upset because she's like, you seem to have a hollow leg. Because my, my friend was puking out the side of the car, you know, as we're driving home. And I'm like. Cass is just like smoking a cigarette. Like, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I don't handle alcohol well, though. That yeah. was a special night, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was some of my first drinking experiences is like after yeah. Christmas or New Year's is like going around and being like, okay, everyone's in bed. Like there's like this much champagne and like a bunch of glasses and you're just like, okay, yeah. just that's fun. Get a little tipsy. Classic. Fun. Yeah. I didn't Teenage classic. Like we didn't have booze around. So I, I didn't, I, there was no temptation to, there was no thought of it. Nothing like that. Yeah. When I went to drink, it was because I went and bought a beer legally. <laughs> yeah, you're a good boy like that. I was a good boy. Once I uh, poured myself a glass of white wine and like put it in a fancy glass, and my mom came in and I was just like, "Hey, I'm like 12 again." She's like, "Are you drinking wine?" And I was just like, "How did she know?" But I think there's something about like the way I was just like, you know, with it, like, yeah, "Hey, yeah. <laughs> holy shit, Gus." I thought I could get away with it. It smelled like wine, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) You should tell when her daughter's shwaisted. But you know, like, when you start drinking, it's like, even if you have, like, a non-alcoholic, you're just like, "Mm." (laughs) you know, you start having, like, Sean. Uh, At this point, if someone opens up a drink around me, I get like that. I don't even need to be the possessor of it or take a sip. I'm like, oh, there's booze involved. I'm drunk. You know? It's just like, I've been there so many times. I've been around it so much. I know... I can feel what it does to the atmosphere from a mile away, you know, just a little trigger of a beer being opened. I could feel the change in the atmosphere. It's been a while for me. I miss the, like, once in a while, it's nice to put on those rose-colored glasses if you can, like, walk the line finally. Uh, yeah, that's what I was saying before we and the other night. I was like, wouldn't it be nice, though, if, like, we could go and just get fucking wasted at this show? <laughs> like, it would be, it, like, I would like to do that. There's part of me that would like that, but nothing that comes along with it. The bullshit conversations, the the hangover. I mean, I feel like that's ketamine. Yeah, it is. But also, we can have alcohol nights if you want to have them on occasion. No, I'd I'd honestly much rather do ketamine. You know. It's there for us. Once a year, I'm going. Once every two years, I'll drink uh, some alcohol. Yeah. A little hard cider. Ooh wee! (laughs) Already getting frisky. All right. Well, I'm gonna uh, to smoke us out. Yeah. <laughs> we love talking about alcohol for some reason. Yeah, we do. And not drinking it. It's yeah. affected your lives a lot, I guess. Yeah, it has. It has had. It's had a big effect on all three of our lives. Yes. I would say, right? Mm-hmm. Generationally, let alone my own consumption. Generationally, it's fucking. It's the main thing of my family bloodline. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Dun 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 dun.
Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Much more on patreon.com slash church chill. See you tomorrow. Flannel week.